This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball by fans for fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. It is. April 13th, 2020. I'm here with my main man, Luke Silvia. What's going on, Luke? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm I'm still coming off my high from that Jonathan Isaac uh, opportunity that we had, the interview uh, that released, was that Friday? We released it Friday, recorded Thursday. Yes, sir. And I mean, just an incredible opportunity. Um, and if you guys want to go back and listen to that, Jay, I had a lot of cool things to talk about um everything i mean ranging from on the court things to his work with project life and global uh global church ministries jump global uh, jump jump global excuse me uh jump global ministries and then we went into kind of a faith talk uh, which then went and segued into some rapid fire questions so we had a lot of fun with him i know you've jonathan been putting stuff out here and there on social media uh clips on the six man page um so if you guys haven't seen those go check those out go check the episode out you know give us a good rating if you enjoyed it um we hope you did because we had a lot of fun doing it had an absolute blast recording that man like you said um we are recording this on easter so we do wish and hope that everybody had a good easter luke man i'm suffering from the itis if you guys don't know what the itis is you need to hit up your urban dictionary and, and learn some things but the itis is essentially when you eat so much and you just get real sleepy and real tired and you almost don't want to do anything but mm-hmm. I had to muster up the energy to get on here with you. We could not let the fans of the Dinwiddie Cup down. People want basketball. We're bringing them basketball. Luke, tell me tell me what was on your plate tonight at Easter dinner. Oh, man. Um, first shout-out to my wife. Uh, we're out here in Omaha. It's our first Easter without family, um, being that we are now 20 hours from home in Florida. Um, so she kind of made it her goal to make it feel as much like, like we were at home as possible. She had some bacon wrap dates, which I know you said you haven't had, but they're incredible. Um, I had never had dates prior to this. My mom made them put them in front of me a few years ago and I was like, sure, I'll try them. Incredible bacon wrap dates, the most underappreciated appetizer that there is. Uh, and then she had made some spinach and artichoke dip, uh, with some crackers, um, and then that was like our appetizer. So Jonathan, by the time we got to, to dinner, I was I was already full. But I powered through because that's what yeah. a man does, right? Wife, the wife spends all that time in the kitchen. You have no choice. You got to power you, you through. You can't. I mentioned something about being a little full, and she's like, "You're already full," and I could just hear the disappointment. And I was like, "No, you're right. I got to get through at least a plate." And that's what I did. I had ham. Um, she made these green bean bundles wrapped in bacon. So we had a mm. lot of bacon today. But that's all right. There's you got there's your, your wrong. dose of cholesterol for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mashed potatoes. Then she made some like baked mac and cheese. That was her mom's recipe. Um, so I mean, man, we we had quite the spread, and I know you guys had about the same in terms yeah. of uh, a lot of food opportunity there. My wife and my mom threw down. So we had we had like the honey baked ham with like mm. the, you know the honey glaze on it. Had that nice crispity mm-hmm. crunchity crust. Mm-hmm. Had the mm-hmm. cranberry sauce, had had the yep. stuffing, the mashed yep. potatoes, the the green bean casserole, the corn casserole. We mm. had your just your regular corn, even a little yeah, yeah. a lot of corn on the plate for sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean apple pie, uh, sweet potatoes, 
uh, pumpkin pie. I'm not a pumpkin pie guy. I didn't really, you know, touch that. I haven't even gotten to the dessert what? yet. I'm still so wait, full. Wait, wait, wait. I don't do wait. the pumpkin pie, man. It's not the flavor. It's the texture. I I don't know what it is. The I don't texture. I can't do it. I love the flavor of bananas, and I love eating like fried plantains, but I can't actually eat a banana. I can't. I I would love to go down that hole, but we're not going to. We're gonna leave we, it right we'll, there. We'll take we'll take a, a slight detour, okay? I ran my first five k like a year and a half ago, right? Okay. My goal was to do it in thirty minutes. Now, for my first five okay. k, I thought that was pretty. That was okay. It wasn't great. Right. Later on, I found out I came in first place in my A's division. Wow. There's only two guys in my A's division, me and my buddy, and I beat him Look, by like ten feet. Listen, that's all you got to do. But Just my legs were cramping guy. up so badly after that, I had no choice but to eat a banana. And I had to tough my way through it, but I needed to get that potassium in my system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I had a rough time waking up this morning. And do you know why that is, Luke? Why is that? Because we were playing Warzone into the wee hours of the night last night. Now, we we were. And as as you, uh, oh my goodness, as you told me, what was, uh, <laughs> you you woke up your wife right uh in the wee hours of the morning like the you said. wee hours it was like what, after one what, what was the phrase that she woke up to all right let on? me set the stage for our listeners first because without the context it doesn't really make a lot of sense mm-hmm. all right so for my my call of duty players out there everybody that's p- been playing warzone if you hate warzone i'm sure you're sick of us talking about it but get over it we don't have anything mm-hmm. else to talk about right season suspended so we're 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 all we got our loadouts we we're all fully shielded up we're trying to, you know, get some higher ground in the middle of what we think is to be the final circle, you know, set ourselves up pretty well. And we're at one of these structures up on a hill. It kind of looks like a monument. And as we roll up, the whole squad just goes down in a, in a right. matter of seconds. Right. And I get revived, I think, by either or Luke or, or one of the other guys that we were playing with. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's me. It's like one or two other guys, and it's this truck that's just circling this monument trying to run me over nonstop. Right. I end up down in one guy. I get his cash. I get back into the monument. A guy jumps out of the truck. I kill the guy in the truck. I throw C4. I blow up the truck. And then, yes, I screamed, I am slapping my chest like LeBron James right now. Mm -hmm. And that is what my wife woke up to at 1 o'clock in the morning, sent me the text, hey, please be quiet. You're screaming. Yeah, so, so you, had to tell, you had to tell the boys, sorry, Carmen just uh, told me I need to quiet down a little bit. Oh, so absolutely. He had to tone it down. And guess yeah. what? He, he he stopped yelling, and he stopped slapping his chest like LeBron. And then we lost. But, right. And after. then we lost. We did do that. There was a lot of heartbreak last night. Listen, Jonathan, um, you were talking and referred to the itis earlier, um, uh, and that is from just eating and eating and eating, right? Right. So... I was also suffering from the itis. I was, you know, kind of lounging on the couch for just a brief second before we got on to record this. And I stumbled upon what ESPN is having to resort to right now. They are airing the 2008 Scripps National Spelling Bee. No. Okay. Is that the one where the kid passes out? I don't know if that's the one. All you I know, know is what I'm I... talking about, right? Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. But the reason I bring this up is because this girl that was spelling at, up at the, at the mic was a seventh year a seventh grader okay um so what that's like 12 12 years old right um she's up at the mic her word jonathan i'm you're gonna be this girl okay and you're gonna try to spell this word for me oh all right it it is a all right can i get the the country of origin france 
because I knew you'd ask it. It's French. There are some. It's very French. It, it's spelled just like it sounds in French. Um, oh, and I'm going to tell you what the the moderator said to this girl who was okay. in seventh grade. He said, and I'm going to tell you this exact thing. Quote: Trust your French here. This girl's first language was not French. Right. I don't know if her second language was French. But what I'm telling you is, Jonathan here, when you're when you're trying to spell this word écrasé, you trust your French here. The okay. Definition, by the way, before is we even get that into has this, been run over. You something that has been run over. Yeah, that is the definition. It has been run over. That is écrasé. It's an oh adjective. my gosh. Okay. Since we brought up France, did you see what Evan Fournier retweeted today? I don't know if I did. Okay. If you did. Then you would know. You would know, okay? Because what he retweeted was a guy wearing an Evan Fournier shirt with his back okay. to the camera, oh, with his butt cheeks no. out, oh. pointed, painted like Easter eggs. Oh no! Yeah, you didn't see that. Don't go and look at it now. I unfortunately, I'm flustered now. I'm now oh you have to see it. It's one of those things I, that you just have to see. I had and to his, see his 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 girlfriend or, or his wife is holding her hands oh. like at the angle where she's holding up the the eggs. Right. I don't, what in the in Evan's mind said, you know what, I got to retweet this guy. He's wearing an Evan Fournier jersey, so that's probably it, part it of it. It wasn't just, even a retweet. It was a screenshot of the picture. No. He went out of his way wow, to post Wow, that's this. effort. So, Jonathan, you're not getting off the hook. Ecrasé. All right, I was going to get ecrasé. Oh, dude, this is going to be so bad. A-C-R-O-S-I-E-R. Whoa. No, no. Do not tell me I just spelled that right. No. I'm telling you the exact opposite happened. Okay, Jonathan. so I butchered it. Look, listen. I thought when you were going to ask me to spell something, you were going to ask me to spell the word spell. Because okay. earlier when I texted you and I said spell, I texted sleep instead. Right. I did do this partly because Jonathan has been having some spelling problems today. Whatever. No, Ecrase is... E C R A S E. The girl on the spelling bee did unfortunately spell it wrong. She spelled it with an extra E at the end. She was one letter off. But um, as that guy said, you know, trust your French here. Which yeah, is I just have no no background insane, in that man. whatsoever. But uh, yeah, man. So that's that's kind of all I got in regard to outside NBA news. Um, there is some NBA news we want to touch on. Uh, one thing that we want to get into is Woj reporting. That it might take 18 plus months before you even have fans in an arena again, solely because 18 months is about the time it takes to find a vaccine. The scary part about that is, Jonathan, that's just to find a vaccine. That doesn't mean it's going to work. Oh, yeah. That is just like finding one, creating one, whatever, testing one. That's 18 months. So you're looking at a year and a half before fans are even in arenas. I don't know how much truth that holds, but I I assume Woj isn't just blowing smoke. He's done his research. He's talked to people. He's he's you know talked to a lot of people. And um, so, I mean, wh- what do you make of that? Did I mean, we just might have 18 months where we don't have any fans reacting to big game, big shots, anything like that. Well, the thing that stuck out to me about that was also that he mentioned that, you know, this could potentially bankrupt a lot of athletic collegiate programs. Mm-hmm. You know, they rely on fans coming to the games, you know, paying, you know, admission, you know, concessions, everything like that in order to, I mean, like, NCAA football, for instance, at so many schools, like basically the football team is paying for all of these other athletic programs to, you know, be able to, you know, have a a track team or a lacrosse team or softball team or whatever the case may be. Um, You know, the the admissions just come into the athletic department and they kind of divvy that up to the other programs. So 
you know, for, you know, some smaller schools, you know, that, that could potentially, you know, spell for them having to cancel, you know, all of their athletics and, and, and things like that. Um, my high school at one point um, was at risk of having to get rid of all of the sports teams because we just did not have any kind of funding or anything like that. So yeah. um, that also stuck out to me, but it's just crazy to think that, you know, it might be 18 months before, I mean, from this point, it's already been, you know, over a month since, yeah. you know, we've had any NBA basketball, but thinking that I might not be able to go to the Amway Center for like another year and a half is just, is just crazy. And then, you know, we're talking about watching an entire season mm-hmm. being televised without fans. And that's just going to be the weirdest thing in the world to me. And, and that's not to say just because, you know, how you're saying and, and, and touching on colleges make a lot of revenue, a, a majority of the revenues from fan engagement, fans coming to games, paying for merchandise, whatever. For NBA still will take a massive hit, those teams, for those arenas that, that depend on those nineteen to 20,000 people a night coming into the arena. They won't have that, and they're going to – obviously, the biggest part of NBA revenue and cap space and you know money um, attributed to NBA teams is TV rating, is, uh, TV deals. Right. But, um, but I mean, it's still going to be a big hit. So that, that's something definitely to note and, and see because that will be very weird if that happens. Yeah, man, we're just going to have to wait and see. So much of this is just that, waiting to see. The other thing that we wanted to touch on was Michael Shapiro with Sports Illustrated. He uh, reported today – um, I guess this is according actually to Brian Windhorst of ESPN that the league office is currently preparing a 25-day return-to-play plan uh, once the NBA is able to kind of you know, lock down dates when they're going to return to either what they're saying is possibly canceling the rest of the regular season and having like a shrunken uh, you know, like playoff field, whatever that's going to look like. But essentially this 25-day plan – would be players having 11 days of their own individual workouts to try to get their rhythm back, get back into the swing of things, work on some conditioning. And then as long as five-on-five basketball is cleared by the CDC and, and everything like that, um, the, the players getting into like another training camp, a 14-day training camp, just like they did way back in you know September or October, getting ready for the, the season. They basically just yeah. start that back over again, and then we'll have to see what that looks like now. What does well, a the- shortened playoff look like? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you have to take into account. One of those, kind of going back to you talking about the 14-day training camp, people might say, oh, why do they need that? They've only been out for a month, whatever. Maybe they, you know, people aren't really thinking about the fact that these players, some of them aren't shooting basketball at all. They might be ball handling, doing things around their house, whatever. Some of them do, are fortunate enough to have gyms in their house. But you got guys in the league that definitely don't have gyms in their house. Um, you've got guys in the league who, who don't really know what they're supposed to do right now. Some players haven't shot much at all. I know Derek Jones Jr. in the 2K tournament a few week, a couple weeks ago with Kevin Durant when he was playing MK. He was like, man, how long has it been since you shot a ball? And he was like, I had to go purchase a hoop uh, yeah. because I haven't been shooting. That's what Derek Jones Jr. said. So something to take into account, this is going to look sloppy when it comes back. Basketball is going to be very sloppy. So this 25-day plan is Im- imperative. Um, and just to note, this doesn't mean the NBA is coming back in 25 days from now. Oh, no, 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 no. It simply no. means that they have a 25-day plan that it will le- legitimately just take that 25 days, and then NBA basketball could return. But who knows when that is? Um, they were talking about the quarantined playoffs in Vegas, so nobody being there but the players uh, for the playoffs, canceling regular season, shortening the playoffs. Um, that's something I hadn't thought about was shortening the playoffs. And that's something that I think would, would – you, you lose money that way, correct? So, like, oh, yeah. teams like Orlando or 
or teams that are only going to be around for the first round, not saying that Orlando won't get past the first round, but it does seem unlikely. If we were to do a best of three, um, you know, you lose money that way. You don't get to host um, at least two home games um, and potentially three as that lower seed. So there's a lot of things at stake here, a lot of hard decisions. I've said this before, Jonathan, I'll say it again. I am not jealous or envious of the position Adam Silver is in right now. These are a lot of hard decisions that have to be made. Well, the thing about playing, you know, in Las Vegas away from fans is that really neither team is going to have a home court advantage. You're not going to have the ability to, you know, recoup like revenue, you know, through the the gate at the arena or anything like that. Basically, I mean, you would think that they would just have to put any TV revenue that comes in through this thing into a pot and then just kind of divvy it out by the amount of games, you know, these teams right. are playing. You know, if, if you're out in the first round, obviously you're not going to get the same amount of money as a team that makes it to the finals yeah. or whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, as far as like worrying about like getting money from home games and stuff like that, unfortunately, at this point, it just seems like all of that is out of the window, which just really, really sucks. I mean, and since... Day one of, of the regular season, that's what I was looking forward to, getting back to a playoff game at the Amway Center. Yeah, and that's another thing. Um, that would be great if we could get back to playoffs in the Amway. I'd love to just get back to playoffs in general. Um, another thing from that article that I saw, um, which was pretty interesting, was Labor Day uh, in September, which is September 7th, I believe, is the preferred end date um, for this season for the NBA. So... Let's also note, the closer we get to that date, the harder it is to fire the league back up, the harder it is to play the, the regular season in full, the playoffs in full. So there's a lot of decisions to be made, and um, I guess we're just going to have to sit back and, and see what comes of this. The thing that I'm really, really curious to see as well is, you know, when this season, you know, they're looking to end the season by Labor Day, right? So then what does that mean for the next season? Obviously, they're not just going to get started up three weeks later and, and jump back into a season and everything, get back to normal. So what? We're looking at them maybe starting the next season up in, what, Christmas? But then what does that look like? Does that look like 82 games where we're playing into you know July or August? Or does that look like we're playing 55 games, season ends in June, and then we can kind of get back to the regular 365-day calendar of the NBA. So a lot of things are, are at stake, and uh, so everybody keeps saying that there's going to be like a new normal after this coronavirus, and it doesn't seem like the NBA uh, is going to be immune to that at all. So we're going to have to wait and see, man. Yeah, it'll be really interesting, but um, you know, I don't think I've got anything else in regard to NBA news, so I think, Jonathan, it's time to hop into uh, the next round of the Dinwiddie Cup. It is time for the Dinwiddie Cup. All right, this week we are going to finish up the second round matchup. So remember, this week is going to be best of five game series. Once we get into next week, that is also going to be best of five game series. And then once we get into the Dinwiddie Cup semifinals and finals, we'll get back to the best of seven game series. So this week we've got Los Angeles Lakers taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. The Houston Rockets taking on the Detroit Pistons. Toronto Raptors taking on the Sacramento Kings. And last, we have the Indiana Pacers taking on the Atlanta Hawks. So this is pretty neat. I think the fact that we're doing this, we're able to see these conferences being like mixed and matched up, you know, playoff implications mm -hmm. and matchups that we probably would never have seen before. So, but uh, let's get into this. So those of you that are watching on Twitch, we've got to go through a few things here. We're going to simulate with SimCast. We are going to start with Kings at Raptors, game one. We're always going to have the CPU adjust the rotations here. 
All right, just like we did last week, we're going to simulate these games. Once we get to a possible elimination game, that's where we're going to watch the final few minutes of the game pretty closely. If the score is close at all, we'll jump in and watch the final two minutes of that game while me and my boy Luke kind of comment on that and, and just hopefully get excited to some awesome shots. So before we jump into this, we've got the Kings, Raptors, possible five-game series. Luke, what do you think happens here? Give me your prediction. Man, I, I really don't know what to expect. I think the Toronto Raptors have been a, a very good team this year, a very solid team, something that people didn't really know would happen and, and be as good as they are. They've got Pascal that's uh, stepped up yet again this year. You know, you obviously the biggest part is you've got Nick Nurse still at the helm. So uh, we'll see if they can knock off, you know, Darren Fox and Buddy Heald here. I think uh, I, I think it's going to go three three to one. I'm taking Toronto in in four games here. Um, I think, like you said, De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald, uh, those guys are just beasts. I love them. Uh, I think that they've just got maybe a little bit too much speed um, and shooting for guys like Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, Norman Powell might be able to do a, a solid job on Buddy Heald. But for the most part, I think De'Aaron Fox is going to be able to have his way with Kyle Lowry. Uh, but I still see Toronto closing out in four games. So enough of us talking. Let's get into it here. We'll simulate game one here. And uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit better luck this week than we did last week, Luke, where we uh, didn't get to you know really get into the final few minutes of any of the games as they were pretty much all blowouts last week. Yeah, they were blowouts one way or the other, whether it surprised us or not, or not. There was teams that just blew out the other team in the game five, and we didn't really get a chance to do a lot of elimination games or anything like that. So hopefully maybe the Raptors and Kings will give us something right now as the Raptors are up five uh, into the first half. So we'll see what happens here. And uh, yeah, Toronto is basically keeping the Kings in in this one right now as leads kind of going back and forth midway through the third quarter as we approach the, the fourth quarter now. This it's very just, well this very well could be a game that does go to a game five. Absolutely. Uh, going back and forth a lot here and the Raptors up again 10 right now actually going to the fourth kind of pulling away all right coming down the stretch here that yep double digit lead heading into the final two minutes here looks like the Toronto Raptors are gonna take game one at home 124 to 114 they are now up on the Sacramento Kings one to zero here in the second round of the Dinwiddie Cup all right next game up we are going to have Pistons at Rockets game one now, the Pistons actually blew out the Jazz pretty significantly last week, Luke. I did want to ask your opinion as we start the simulation on this game here. What do you take from the you know the news that apparently Donovan Mitchell, you know, he finds his relationship with Rudy Gobert basically as like irreconcilable at this point, not really caring to, you know, patch things up after, you know, Rudy Gobert's everybody knows we don't have to get too much into it, but his behavior, you know, catching the coronavirus. You know, Donovan mm -hmm. Mitchell was infected with the coronavirus. So what do you take from all that? I think that Donovan Mitchell just felt vulnerable. I think that, you know, catching something like that because uh, you could say, argue, it was because of a teammate that was being careless, touching things in the locker room and whatnot, that you touching you and just being careless. Um, I think there's more to that story. I think we're not being told the whole thing if we've got Donovan Mitchell not even wanting to reconcile with him. Right, yeah, I definitely think that we need to hear more about that. My initial reaction when I heard it was like, you know, that's a bit harsh. You know, uh, right. Rudy Gobert came out, apologized. Obviously, that was not his intent. As the Rockets are completely blowing out the Pistons right now, up 50, uh, coming to the end of this game as they win 128-79 to game one. This is going to be a four-game sweep, I think, Luke. 
they are not going to uh, they the Rockets are not much like uh, the Utah Jazz. Let's just say that. We'll put it that way. Yikes. But yeah, if, if what we've heard initially is true, I do think that Donovan Mitchell is just being, you know, a little bit harsh. But like you said, there's a good chance that we don't know the entire story here. Which that's a very good chance. All right, we are getting into Pacers Hawks game one here. Um, I I like this matchup. You know, Trey Young, you just the kid's a the kid's a gamer, the kid's a shooter. Victor Oladipo, I don't know if 2K is you know bringing into account the fact that when we last saw him, he wasn't really a hundred percent back from that injury. You know, he ruptured his quad last January. So I don't know if 2K's ratings with Victor Oladipo are kind of affecting that. Malcolm Brogdon in his first year with the Pacers, for the mo- most part, has been pretty underwhelming. Uh, and it looks like 2K is siding with me a little bit. looks like the Hawks right now are up three midway through the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, going to be interesting because as we saw, and I know we keep talking about it, but the play-in game that they had against the Warriors in this Dinwiddie Cup, Trey Young took off and, and blew up and got them the win. But it looks like now the Pacers are extending, you know, took the lead and now are extending it. They're up double digits. Yeah, coming down the final few stretch here, we're going to see if the Hawks can make a push at the end. And it doesn't look like they're going to be able to as the Pacers beat the Pelicans 97-85. to 85. So I kind of like that we saved this, that 2K really, because we have no idea what order these games are ever going to be played in on here. But I like the fact that they are saving this matchup for us for last. Lakers and Pelicans. Which is the desired matchup we want in, right. in the West. Which, unfortunately, if the playoffs were to start today and they just pick it up where they left off, you know, Pelicans wouldn't even be sniffing the playoffs. They're three and a half games behind Memphis right now, and they're 10th in the West. But yeah, the this P- would be the, the match of everybody wants, Zion and, and LeBron. Absolutely. And, and speaking of LeBron, he was on uh, Damian Lillard's Instagram Live last night, and that beard, beard has uh, crazy. That's, gotten some growth. We'll he, put it that way. He has uh, definitely not been getting haircuts. Uh, and shout out to Wesley Wendu. He's, 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 uh, he's growing out that, that beard. That's for sure. And uh, as we see here in the second quarter, Pelicans are up nine, um, here in the second against the Lakers. So see if that can even continues. Who knows? This is LA. So this is the reason that we set up the Dinwiddie cup this way to where the top four teams would get, you know, a first round bye because God forbid one of those teams lost in the first round. That would just be an absolute disaster for the league. As the Lakers are, are making it very close in the fourth quarter, it's tied headed into the final quarter. But if the Lakers were to lose in the first round, that would just be a complete disaster for the league. Yeah, and at least here they'd get to see Zion play LeBron, whereas exactly. in the first round the way that seeding shook out wouldn't happen that way. But it does look like it's going back and forth. The Lakers do end up winning the game 123-119. to 119. That was back and forth in that final minute there. I would love – can we see the play-by-play here? That would be wonderful. It doesn't look like we can. Game log. Okay, we can look at the game log here. I didn't know that. All right, so LeBron James hit a couple free throws with 42 seconds left to give them a three-point lead. Holiday made a jump shot with 23 seconds left to make it a one-point game. And then Anthony Davis hit a three with 15 seconds left to extend the lead to four as the Heat take game one. Lakers. Man, I miss basketball so much, Luke. I uh, know, Jonathan. I know you've been without the NBA for a while, but you just said the Heat took game one, but it was definitely I said the, the LA Heat. Lakers. What is, yep. what is wrong with me? I have, you did say it. It's a Freudian slip. Okay. Freudian All slip. Right. Kings, Raptors, game two. Let's get into it here. Why did I say the Heat? I'm stuck in 2013. Mm-hmm. Good night. All right. 
pretty close early on in, in the first one here in the first quarter. So we saw the Raptors take game one. The Kings are going to be looking to bounce back here. Steal one Again. on the road in, in Toronto. After this, they go back to Sacramento. And it looks like as the Raptors are up pretty big here in the second quarter, Sacramento is going to need to win the, that game at home. Yeah, Raptors up 20-plus here in the third quarter. I mean, I thought that they'd, they'd steal at least one game, but so far I'm, that, that pick isn't isn't looking too hot. Speaking of picks, your pick to win the, the NBA 2K20 uh, Players Tournament, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. took home the, the win last night. Was that over DeAndre Ayton? That was. It was a Suns uh, teammate versus teammate championship, and De- Devin Booker wasn't even close. It was swept him 2-0. So what what kind of uh as Toronto wins one twenty five to ninety five in game two? So what was your thinking? Why did you uh, pick Devin Booker to win uh, that entire tournament? There, you had some background knowledge or what? Um, so Devin Booker is quite the the gamer, and um, I was not aware he he streams a decent amount. I know he definitely is right now. So that was the biggest reason. Also, I saw someone like posted the odds somewhere on Instagram. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Might have been Bleacher Report or something. But Devin Booker was the favorite at like plus three fifty, and nobody was oh really too goodness. close to him. So yikes! He, he was pretty heavy favorite there. All right, all right. Here we go. Rockets Pistons game two. And then I. So what's going on with the uh, what's going on with the XFL, Luke? Is are they like done done? That's that's I, what it feels like. It does. I I read the first part and I was like, oh, they're just suspending the season, just like everybody else. But then it said no plans to return for next yeah. season. Not that's, not even this season. No re, no plans to return for twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's so just you're, crazy. You're, are you getting flashbacks to uh, AFL here? With that being said, honestly, I really didn't pay too much attention to the AFL. I know the Orlando Apollos were pretty good. A lot of people were really excited about champions, them. champions. Steve Spurrier, yeah, the, champion, the unofficial champions. Absolutely, but yeah, that was just really surprising to me because uh, by all accounts, when this whole you know the XFL was getting started, as the Rockets are up seven. Uh, heading into the fourth quarter now, um, you know, by all accounts, the XFL they were prepared to lose money for like three to four years uh, mm-hmm. before they actually started profiting. So, um, I mean, obviously, making a little bit of money is a lot better than making no money at all. Uh, and they just obviously weren't. I mean, no one was really prepared for what transpired with this coronavirus. But man, it's just right. really unfortunate because I, I feel like they had a lot of potential. Um, mm-hmm. and really, I thought that um, they would. Uh, eventually become like a developmental league for the NFL. A lot of guys yep. that um, coming out of college maybe that didn't get drafted, that mm-hmm. you know saw an opportunity to, to hone their skills and, and just improve uh, in the XFL, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. It looks like they're you know closing down shop for good. Uh, mm-hmm. Once again, Rockets up 2-0 to zero on the Detroit Pistons. We're now going to go back to the Indiana Pacers-Atlanta Hawks series here. Game two, get that up and running here. So yeah, people are saying that this uh, ESPN horse thing sucks. So if you guys yeah. are uh, just stopping by, you might just want to hang out here a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I I am interested to see how they formatted it. You know where they're shooting it at, and you know if there is a pre-recorded feel to it. Um, if these players are talking trash, um, which some of the two K tournament didn't have really too much of until the very end, where Patrick Beverly was talking trash. Um, at the awesome. end, uh, and his we would expect bracket, nothing less. No, no, nothing, nothing less at all. But I, I hope the horse tournament is a little bit better. Pacers up six right now towards the end of the third quarter. 
Hopefully we're, we're going to see uh, at least one of these series be pretty close tonight. Uh, I think maybe once we get into like the semifinals and stuff like that, we see some Bucks lakers action or something like that. Maybe those will be a little bit closer. Maybe I spoke think. too soon. This is well, going this back and forth. As Looks the like the Hawks come back. Wow, in the final minute and a half and win the game, 122 to 116. Trey Young, 42 points as the Hawks beat the Pacers. So that series is tied 1-1 one to -one going back to Atlanta. All right, and now we're going to move on to game two, Lakers-Pelicans here. Get that going. All right, simulate that. So what do you what do you think of uh, LaMelo Ball is now a, a part owner of the, what was it, the IBL Hawks or whatever the Australian team that he was playing for? Yeah, he bought that team with his alongside his agent, I believe it was, uh, what they said. So yeah, That's trust. He, uh, Ill Illawarra Hawks. So, you know, I'm just glad to see that, you know, Lamella Ball's doing something with his agent, not necessarily his dad fully. Yikes. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for him. He's 18 years old. He's the, definitely the only player who owns a team in the NBL. Um, so, you know, uh, he and his manager, Jermaine Jackson, um, got it done got got that team so it's gonna be interesting gonna have a player in the nba who also owns a team so yeah that's awesome and we ha have a, a similar scenario here in game two where the pelicans took a an early lead the lakers were making a push but it looks like the pelicans are going to hang on uh, and win game two here in la the young guns getting it done zion williamson leads the way with 31 points as the pelicans take down the lakers i feel like this one might go the distance luke and if the lakers lose that's gonna that's gonna be pretty shocking Mm -hmm. It could, it could go the distance, but I think the Lakers can figure it out. But who knows? It's two K. All right, let's get into Game Three here: Sacramento Kings versus the Toronto Raptors. If the Raptors close it out here, the series will be over. I picked the Kings to win one game. Will this be the game, or will they get swept? It looks like the Raptors jumping on top of them early. They're up eleven points in the first quarter. It's not looking great. Not promising. Absolutely. Now they're up twenty-one. Sacramento. Man, I I put too much uh too much faith in a Buddy Heald and, and De'Aaron Fox. At the end of the day, like I say all the time in this, it is two K, and uh, the Raptors just have the more highly rated players, and I think they don't really yeah. they don't take too much in consideration with real life. I do think it would be a better series in real life, but same time, West they're out of the Western Conference playoffs right now. The Kings are, and Raptors are at the top of the East. A 20-plus lead at the start of the fourth quarter here. And it looks like my prediction is going to fall flat. But, you know, it be like that sometimes. It does. It does be like that. And they, the Raptors are absolutely just hammering them. Kings are kind of made a little run at the end to make it not look as bad as they lose 118-99 to and the Raptors take the series. But, man. So it looks like – all right, I can, I can take a little bit of solace in this. It looks like in this game – Buddy Heald suffered a severe right ankle sprain. Oh, that's your out. That's, that's my out. Right that's my out. Let's see how many minutes Buddy Heald played. All right. All right. Buddy Heald. All right. He played 23 minutes. All right. That doesn't really help me. Anyways. All right. <laughs> so Toronto is going to move on. They swept the Kings three games to zero. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors as their quest to repeat as NBA champions is still alive. We'll get back to this Atlanta. Excuse me. We're going to get into Rockets Pistons game three. And, uh, yeah, mix up my matchups there a little bit. But, you know, 2K likes to do that, so whatever. In our first round, they just inexplicably, like, 
skipped over one of our games, but mm-hmm. that's all right. All right, so we are in Detroit now. Let's see if Detroit can pull this one out. Nine point or now a five point game in the second quarter. Rockets lead. When I saw LeBron's beard, my first like reaction was like, "Is that Harden?" Yeah, like yeah, that fear the beard, that thing, uh, man, nuts. But here we have a game where the beard might be struggling a little bit. The real beard down four right now to the Pistons in Detroit. What's going on with the Pistons, man? Blew out the Jazz. Now they're okay. May, well, now they're kind of letting somewhat the, respectable. They did get blown out by the Rockers. Rockers. Wow, that was interesting. The Rockets are have come back. Now they're up ten. So we've got the you know we've got LeBron James playing on the Heat again apparently, and we've got the Houstonano Rockers. Rockers. Absolutely. Goodness. All right, the Rockets one twenty to one eleven. And that is another three-game sweep. So the second week in a row here, we're not really getting many close games uh, as far as elimination games go. We're going to now go back to Toronto. Not Toronto. We're going to go back to Indiana. (laughs) See, you saying the Rockers got me thinking Toronto. I'm all mixed (laughs) up here. Here we go. Pacers-Hawks game three. The Hawks were able to steal game two in Indiana, but now Indiana is starting the game off hot. Indiana jump down their throats was a, to begin the game was like 12 to 2 yeah now they're up 27 to 21 here in the first quarter but hawks kind of closing that gap a little bit all right let's see and the 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 pacers are now extending the lead out but still kind of letting the hawks hang around in this one miles turner damana sabonis victor oladipo doing their thing all right now up 16 midway it through looks- the third quarter here the uh, the hope is lessening here for for the Hawks as they're down twenty, going at home fourth almost. You never want to lose a playoff game at home. Last year, game three, I believe, were you you were in the building for that, weren't you? I was. So you know, Evan Fournier really really struggled in that game. I think mm-hmm. started like oh of seven or something like that from three. Hits a big three in the third quarter. Terrence Ross is going crazy. Shot goes up towards the end of that game, and all we need is a DJ Augustine box out on Kyle Lowry. Oh, my goodness. And we're possibly just, heading to overtime in that game, and then Kyle Lowry just snuck his little sneaky little self in there. and As he does. As he does. <sighs> Unfortunate. That really that, that loss did stink. Yeah. But uh, going back to, you know, virtual world here, the Pacers won the game 118-95. to and beat the Hawks in every quarter of scoring. You at least want to win a couple, one or two quarters, but they couldn't even do that. So now we are going to head to Lakers and Pelicans as the Lakers are now in New Orleans. Uh, I think the the Pacers, they're going to have another chance now. They'll be back at, no, they'll, will they be back at, how would a five-game series work? Would that be 2-2-1? Two, 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 it might be 2-1-1-1. Two, one, 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 two. I think... 2K is thinking that this is still a seven-game series, so it's going to go 2-2, 1-1-1. Oh, okay. one, one, one. So they'll, they will be in Atlanta for game four. Mm-hmm. Sorry gotcha. for that mix-up there. A little bit confusing. For some reason, you know, I really wish that 2K would give you some more you know, customization when it comes to these playoff brackets. But By the way, speaking of customization, me and my buddies were playing my league the other day. The We did a fantasy draft. No players were protected, so we did expansion teams. We created teams from the ground up, but not really because, like I said, nobody was protected. Um, they got a lot of customization allowed in that league, which I would love to see 
happen in playoff brackets like this. I just don't understand why they don't have to where you can set like, okay, round one's this, round two's this. They do it in in like your my league type franchise type stuff. Right. Yeah. For some reason, it was either one of the older NBA 2Ks or it was probably actually like one of the older NBA lives when people actually played NBA live as the Lakers are up 26 points or now 30 points on the Pelicans here in, in the third quarter. So LeBron has said enough is enough. I this is my crown. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they are not looking to lose to the Pelicans. But back in the you know NBA live days, I'm almost positive that you could do that with those playoff brackets back in the day i really wish that that's something probably could nba live had quite the uh future ahead of them and you know everything kind of fell apart three to one lead on 2k they did absolutely as the 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 i almost said the heat again what's wrong with me as the you lakers really want lebron to be no i don't all. i really don't they win 123 to 82 in new orleans against the pelicans so we're gonna head to game four pacers atlanta and the Pacers are up 2-1, two two correct? So two this one, one brings it home. Can, it, it does. So this is a win here. An, elimi- an elimination, an elimination wow. game. I can't speak. I can't spell. I like Elim- yeah. All it's right. all that food that you consume today. It's the itis, bro. Yeah. It's getting to your head and unfortunate. All right. So we're getting some notes here that Trey Young is fatigued in this series. So that does not bode well for the Atlanta Hawks in this one. But they are up 10 in the first quarter here at home. But here come the Pacers. They're just kind of going back and forth. Atlanta is extending the league, the lead. Then the Pacers will come back. And uh, yeah, it's pretty close here in the second quarter. And and as I say that, the Hawks extend the lead once again. So we're really just going to have to wait and see here. I think, you know, Atlanta, they're they're really in a, a very good situation heading into the future. When you look at Trey Young, obviously, but John Collins, Cam Reddish, you know, Kevin Herter, um, I, I really think that, you know, throw the magic in there definitely with Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, Markel Fultz. Obviously, you're looking at, you know, the Pelicans, you're looking at the Grizzlies. When, you know, LeBron's time is finally up and, you know, Kevin Durant and James Harden and those guys, kind of this next wave, we got some some teams right now that are, are set up to be really competitive for the next, you know, eight to ten years. Yeah, barring that these teams don't, unfortunately, some of them will mess up their future right. with those young cores and giving away players too soon and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, as you said, the Hawks here, um, good young core. They do steal this game 113 to 86. So it was kind of a beatdown as they outscored the Pacers 35 to 13 in the fourth quarter. So that kind of tells you all you need to know about this game. Yeesh. Yeah. Trey Young went off for 28 points, eight of six from the floor, five of nine from three. So that game is going to head to a game five. Hopefully that'll be close down the stretch and we can watch a decisive game. Maybe we'll get like a, a buzzer beater, like a, a Dame Lillard shot from the logo against the, mm-hmm the uh, thunder last year that was incredible all right here we go into the lakers pelicans game four lakers are looking to close this one out in new orleans and we'll get into this now so what's your take on um you know john morant versus zion williamson as far as rookie of the year uh i think unfortunately zion zion is the better player i don't think that's much of a secret um his his just his second bounce to go up and grab rebounds his own shots and put it back up just he's got some things that he's a freak he is a freak athlete and he knows how to capitalize it um but i just don't think that he's had enough games under his belt this year 
where he could win rookie of the year. So who knows? I, I, I think that I think that Zion is is the better player, like I said, but John Morant would win rookie of the year if it ends kinda like this. I share your sentiment. Yeah, Zion just didn't as impactful as he was, I mean just put up absolute ridiculously gaudy numbers, especially you look at some of the advanced metrics and stuff like that, but just didn't play enough games. I, I just couldn't take it away from John Morant. As this game is get is pretty close here. So ninety eight to ninety five. This is technically a potential elimination game. So we are going to jump into this one. Watch the last few minutes here unfold. Maybe we see, you know, LeBron James or Anthony Davis close out the Pelicans or or maybe we see Zion Williamson dunk on somebody, extend the lead, and allow the Pelicans to live and fight another day. We'll get right into this here. 2K is taking its sweet time getting loaded here. I'm going to go down to the bottom, make sure the computer is in complete control. We'll just look at some of these settings here, make sure all the audio is down so we can hear ourselves think. That's always a good thing. And here we go. Looks like we've got the Pelicans passing the ball, and they're up three with a minute 57 left. So we'll see what they can do. Looks, Looks like, like the Pelicans just hanging out top of the key there. Milking some clock. Drew Holiday went for the layup. It's no good. Dwight Howard with the rebound. Here come the Lakers to Kyle Kuzma, and it's good. Lakers down one, 139 to go. And again, Lakers win this game. It's over, but Pelicans can force a game five if they're able to win this. 2K showing us that the Lakers are shooting 39% in this one as Drew Holiday misses an elbow jump shot. Luke, I don't see Anthony Davis on the floor for the Lakers. Yeah, I wonder if he got hurt. The unfortunate part of this, as Dwight Howard gets the ball at the three-point line, we know that's not going up. Uh, the unfortunate part of all this is that we don't know the feel of the game. LeBron for three. This. Uh, Howard, it to go. I, didn't, I didn't mean to jump on you there, but if that went no, in. That would have been big. There's a minute left, and Zion takes it in. Pelicans up three with a minute to go. LeBron playing point guard here. Now and He does have that Gatorade symbol, which for people who may not know, that is not good things. He's thirsty. Uh, it means he is thirsty. He is tired. He's trying to put the team on his back as he kind of dribbles into Zion. Gives it out to Kuzma, and he can't get it to go either. So that kind of this bad shooting that 2K told us about, they were shooting 30-some-odd percent. Right. Continues. Derek Favors with the with the putback puts the Pelicans up five. Thirty-three seconds to go in this one. Lakers call timeout. I think I think here you've got no choice if you're the Lakers to go for a quick two, make it a two for one bucket here. Um that way you get another possession out of this, but that's what they would need. Otherwise they're gonna have to foul. I would not put it past them to run some kind of misdirection, get Danny Green open for a three. That that would be my play call. I'm an aggressive guy. I'm down five. I, I need points. I think I, I agree with that, but this is 2K. I think they just dribble it out, and they don't even get a good shot on a two-for-one. So we'll see what they do. And the Lakers call a, a timeout. Frank Vogel must have thought that KCP was getting pretty close to a five-second call there as the Lakers were kind of struggling to inbound the ball. We've seen this a lot in 2K as we've jumped into these games. 2K has these teams call a lot of timeouts. Making a lot of substitutions here. We now have uh, one of the Morris twins in the game. That'd be a good three-point opportunity. Lakers call another timeout. All right, what is going on with 2K? I don't like you this know, at all. This is something that only happens in video games. Killing my vibes. Because you know that Vogel's got something drawn up, or LeBron's got something drawn up at one of those two timeouts. 
Probably both of them. And I now they have no timeouts left. Down five. 30 and seconds to go. they've wasted three and a half seconds here. There's 30 seconds left. They're going to miss their two for one. Uh, oh, Zion Williamson with a personal foul on Dwight Howard as he hits the deck. I think Dwight Howard is going to go to the line here as they're in the bonus. Was that a flagrant? No, it was away from the ball. So the Lakers are going to get the free throw and the ball back here. This is big if he can hit this. Oh, Typical Dwight Howard. Can't make a free throw. Unbelievable. Oh, man. That would have been big. That would have been, been big. Put him, put him down four. You get a bucket here. You're down two. All right, LeBron left elbow and stripped by Brandon Ingram. He re- he gets it back, makes the but bucket. It, Lakers down three. As we were talking about earlier, now they lose that two for one, and they got a foul. Have to foul. Lonzo Ball, that that might be a, a probably the most solid choice that they had on the floor to foul. Mm-hmm. He's been he has been shooting the ball a lot better, uh, at least from the three point line this year. He still got that crazy form. And what's up with his facial his hair in two K? Yeah, that's gross. Oh my gosh. All right, Lonzo knocks down both free throws. It looks like the Pelicans are going to hang on to win this one. Up five with 19 seconds left. Got to hit a three here. And then you hope they miss one of two at the line. Just got to pull up LeBron. Nope, he's driving to his right. The oh. one. That might do it. Oh, he didn't get the end one, though. He will go to the line. Is it just me, or do they give him a little bit of a bald spot in the back of his head? I mean, hey, you know, 2K, Listen, they try to be as realistic as they can, you know? They're not lying, but I think LeBron does have a little bit of a bald spot. We've got 12 seconds left in this game. LeBron is the first, but he hits the second. So they're down four. Um, definitely, this looks like the Pelicans will take this. And, and they're going to foul again here. Game. All right, Lonzo, first of two is no good. Lakers still down four. Going to need a miracle in this one to even push it to overtime. Lonzo, Lonzo also has that Gatorade, so... He's a little tired, too. Everybody is. They got to pull up here. No good. And the Pelicans are just going to dribble this out as they push a Game 5 headed back to L.A. All right. So we're going to head to Game 5, I believe, Indiana and the Hawks. And then we'll come back and wrap this one up, Lakers-Pelicans. All right. Here we go. Let's get into this here. Game 5, Atlanta at the Pacers. Actually, it is asking us... So why did that not – so I'm going to force a win here if I can. Something got uh, messed up here with the, the Pelicans and the Lakers when I closed out of that matchup there. All right, so we're going to force a win for the Pelicans. Simula- All right, thankfully it did give it to the Pelicans, but that was weird. All right, and here we go. Hawks at Pacers game five. Get this one going. Hawks get out to an early lead, but here come the Pacers. And, and in, take in mind here, the Hawks or the Pacers, whoever wins this game, will go on to play the Raptors next. So that'll be a pretty interesting series, especially if we can get Trey Young in that in that series. Yeah, and this is what would officially be Trey Young's first actual playoff series, uh, and it looks like he is not disappointing so far. As the Hawks are up nine nine minutes to go in the third quarter here, and pushing that lead actually. All right, let's see what, what's going to happen here. Hawks up double digits going into the fourth quarter. We might be looking at an upset here, Luke. Looks like it might be. Man, the Hawks again continuing that hot streak that they've established and starting with the first round of the games, the playing games. And the Hawks win 103-84 to as they will move on. Victor Oladipo, TJ Warren, TJ McConnell. 
just didn't really completely show up in this one. Trey Young went off for 23 points, not the most efficient shooting night, but got the job done as the Hawks are going to move on to the next round. And let's go to the Staples Center where the Lakers are going to host the the Pelicans for Game 5 here. Winner will move on to the next round. This series is, uh, to be honest, it's, it's much closer than I thought. We've got some notes here from 2K that LeBron, Anthony Davis, and KCP are all fatigued, and that is playing a major role here. Luke, tell the, tell the, the listeners what's going on. Yeah, so do you see the Pelicans are here up 30 in the second quarter. So this is very unexpected, but this is this is why they play the game, Jonathan. This is 2K. What what is what is life come to? We're getting Zion. We're getting Zion's giving people what they want. The the Pelicans dropped 53 on the Lakers in the first quarter. Unbelievable. So this is this is Zion announcing to the league that he is here to take over. Yeah, I mean a couple games ago you said LeBron's not ready uh give up the crown but my goodness as the the pelicans are up almost 50 here in the third in the the fourth quarter as the pelicans will get to jump in no absolutely not 136 to 94 they they win by 42 good grief lebron james put up a 35 piece something must have happened to anthony davis no he just oh my goodness how many? What was AD from the field? I saw he played a good amount of minutes. Four of twelve from the floor. My goodness, Danny and Green for four of fourteen. Three. Good night, Lonzo. Look at the efficiency though from the Pelicans. Lonzo Ball seven of ten. Brandon Ingram ten of seventeen. JJ Redick seven of twelve. Six of ten from three. Drew Holiday seven of fourteen. My goodness, they just couldn't miss. When they're hot, they're hot. At the end of the day, <laughs> these are NBA players, and uh, they when they get hot. It's hard for anybody to stop them. They're the Lakers just ran into a buzzsaw in that fifth game. And I think the the big thing there to note is Lonzo led the team, which I think that's something that Pelicans fans, especially Lonzo fans, because I do know that they exist, uh, that they went you know from L.A. to New Orleans with Lonzo. That's something they hope that they can get from Lonzo in long long term, and they do believe they can get that out of him, I think. And it looks like in this one he also put up a career-high 13 assists, according to 2K. I don't know how accurate that is, but definitely doesn't hurt their chances. So uh, in this one, we saw the New Orleans Pelicans beat the Lakers in five games. We saw the Houston Rockets sweep uh, the Pistons in four games. The Toronto Raptors sweep the Kings in three games. And then Atlanta outlasted the Pacers in five games. So all four of those teams will move on to the next round, which we will continue and next week. I did um, happen to fact check 2K. They do need to update their career high stats and things like that because Lonzo Ball dropped his career high 15 assists a couple months ago. Looks like this was against Boston, actually. Shame on you, 2K. Not getting it right. We're going to blame Ronnie for this. I blame Ronnie for everything. So. Oh, man. Well, that definitely did not go the way that we expected, at least with the with the Pelicans and Lakers series. And then I have to say that I did not see the, the Hawks being able to outlast the Pacers. But that's why they play the games like you said. Like you said over and over again, it's 2K. And 2K does not care. They just do whatever they want to do. And next round, Jonathan, kind of some matchups to look for. The top one that I'm going to be wanting to see how it turns out is that Pelicans-Rockets round. Um, And then, you know, we're going to have to see what happens uh, with the rest of it. But it looks like 
Pelicans Rockets would be a pretty good, uh, fun, entertaining round. Yeah, if, if this uh, this first series was any indication, it definitely will be definitely will be interesting. And uh, the way that they've played it is definitely going to change my opinion on on what's going to happen in that series. But we can talk more about that next week when we get into week three, or will that be week four? That will be week four of the Dinwiddie four. Cup. Excuse me, but Luke, do you have anything left, my man? No, man. I think that's it. We'll uh, interested to see kind of these rounds get get sweeter and sweeter. So we'll see if they. Uh, continue to be close and we'll get some more games to jump into definitely man i'm looking forward to it and guys keep coming back every single monday to listen to the six-man show like luke mentioned at the top of the podcast we did have jonathan isaac on this past week go back check that out we had a lot of fun with that interview uh, but we're always working on new content to bring you guys we're looking to set a few things up so hopefully those things are able to come to fruition but just keep checking back every single week even if there's no NBA basketball, there's still going to be the six-man show. That is our commitment to you guys. So, uh, But thank you guys so much for checking out the Dinwiddie Cup and the six-man show. For Luke, this has been Jonathan, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya! Thanks for listening to the six-man show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!